What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That old black magic had me in itself. That old black magic that you weave so well. Those icy fingers up and down my spine. The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine. The same old tingle that I feel inside. And then that elevator starts to ride. And down and down I go, round and round I go like a leaf that's caught in the tide. I should stay away, but what can I do? I hear your name and I'm a flame, a flame with such a burning desire that only a kiss can put out the fire. For you're the lover I've waited for. To make that fate had me created for And every time your lips meet mine Darling, down and down I go Round and round I go In a spin Love in a spin I'm in Greetings and blessings Abari Ghani, everybody and that Greetings is, and blessings. That's what's the news of the day. Today is Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Peace, Queen Mother. How are you? I'm good. We seem to have a little echo. Yeah, it seemed like somebody got the show on. Reverberation okay. is somebody's listening to the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Habari Ghani, Habari Ghani, Habari Ghani, Ashe. Ashe. And today is the uh, principle of, of Umoja, which is unity. And may we be blessed in our ability to unify the planet and bring forth everybody's magical systems within their own being. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So, Goddess, yes. tell me what the news of the day is. I'm so excited because we missed last week and I mm-hmm. really enjoy the show so much. You know, because it's a down-home show. One thing is Mm -hmm. is that everybody's a part of the conversation. Everybody is 
uh, coming to to learn, and we're all right. being given information. Last week, we the last week before this, we talked about the moon cycle, and right now we're in a waning moon cycle. Yes. So it's time to let go things and be renewed. Have you done anything recently in in light of that? Yes, I did. Uh, as a matter of fact, I did a Oya bath uh, to uh, clean the energies and to embrace the change. I am uh, embracing the change. I'm uh, letting go cigarette smoking completely forever this time. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. That is wonderful. Um can you explain for some that don't know what an Oya bath is? Well, a Oya bath, Oya is the um the um spirit, the spirit of the wind. And Oya's wind can be uh very soft and gentle as in winny-winny or very uh hard and really uh the winds of heaven and the winds of earth flowing completely. So Oya is that uh, spirit of nature, which is the wind. And uh, what she gave me to do for her was to take the uh, snow that came down and to um, sing praises to her while I cleaned my head with the snow that uh, came down. And I cleaned my head and I felt so much more relieved of mm. the various different burdens. And, uh, of course, um, some of her herbs I used um, in that bath. And um, it was just a feeling of renewal so okay. that I, I oh, could be recycled. I like that, uh, Ia. That sounds really beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. It was. I and myself. Mm-hmm. I um. I had been going through a couple of things. You know, I'm a very solitary person, so I keep stuff to myself. But I had been going through a couple of things, um, just noticing things around me that I felt were connected with people projecting, you know, certain things my way. Now, I don't know if you remember that I had spoken with you about a neighbor of mine that I was having problems with, and finally I had did some work, and I started to see the work manifest itself. Right. Right? So um, basically it wasn't to bring her harm, but basically to get her away from me. Right. You know, out of my life. And so, like I said, I started to see all of that come to pass. Now, I had been dealing with the fact that she had hired a spiritualist to root me up. And, you know, I had did what I had to do regarding all of that, but, um, and it was kind of forgotten for me at some point. You know, I just kind of went on with things, went about my business and said, well, I did what I had to do, let's see what happens. So anyway, you know, um, the other day I was sitting outside my home with my sister and I saw someone from her home carrying boxes. So 
so, you know, again, I was like, good. <laughs> you know, you got to get out of here. You, you get ready to go about your way. Right. You know, but I had also been feeling really funny for a couple of weeks, and there had been a series of things going on. So I was like, okay, you know what? These people are still trying to work spiritually on me and mine. Right. So yesterday, in light of the moon cycle and just different things going on, I did some things with um, one of my sisters, and it was funny to me because what ended up happening is usually when people do work to do harm to someone, they have to veil it. You know, they have to put a covering. Right. So yes, the, the things that we did were basically just a cleansing and a clearing of the mind and the energy and the spirit and removing certain things, physical uh, ailments that were, let's say, unnatural. And when I say unnatural, meaning they're not brought on by any deed of mine. You understand what I'm saying? So we did, you know, a little thing we did with that, with the healing. And at that moment, it's like the veil was removed from the work they had been doing. So I thought that that was very interesting, you know, and and I was just thinking today a lot about the role that I played in their intentions not manifesting themselves. I mean, whatever what you want to say, a hex, a curse, whatever ill will, ill intent that they had intended for me and mine, it dawned on me, like with all magic, things have to be in a certain harmony, in a certain accord. And I did not go along with their plan. I didn't play into it. Therefore, it didn't work out the way they intended. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. gonna um I'm gonna open up. There's two lines that I see. I want to open up a six four six and a nine zero three. Oh, it's echoing. Yeah, they have Can to turn off. Can someone turn down their show? I'm not yeah, I'm listening, sure. but not. I had the echo too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Still hearing me. I think one person may not be on a show. uh, I guess you can. Yeah, I think it's going. Is it going now? Yeah, it's going. Okay, so that means it was the 903. So 903, I'm going to give you a moment to maybe you can turn down your show. Um. Is it the computer probably would be causing the echo? If you can turn down your computer, then maybe we won't have the echo going on. I'll give you a minute to do that. And then I'll open the line back up. Show off. If they're listening to the line. Oh, they have to turn the show off. Show off, yeah. Okay. You'll still be on and able to speak and hear us, but, you know, we won't be on the computer. Am I correct here? Right. Just turn the show off on the computer. On the computer. Okay. I'll give you a minute to do that, 903. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah, so, you know, I really didn't have any particular topic planned for this evening. Spirit just didn't move me to pick anything specific. However, you know, because I figured it would take on its own dynamics, as it usually does. 
But this time, really, I didn't overthink it and pull out too many details. But now I'm being pulled, or shall I say led to, just for us to discuss, you know, because we have the new year coming up. A lot of people make declarations as far as what they would like to get rid of. And as you said, Ia, we're in the waning phase. So it really coincides with your intentions as far as um, doing away with bad habits and just to, even if it's debt, you know, if you want to get rid of that type of stuff. I also spoke with you earlier, Ia, where you wanted me to do a reading for 2014. So yeah. I'll be doing that in a little bit. We can do that. And, um, yeah, I, this thing about uh, hexes and curses and things of that nature. Um, I, I didn't intend on going into it, but for whatever reason I'm being led to. So I don't know if people are going through this right now or they intend on doing this to someone, right? But it's something that should be discussed because if you acknowledge and you embrace your power and your ability to tap into the all or the energy field and influence your surroundings, your environment, um, present and future, you know, and even to rectify things of your past. Because a lot of people say there's nothing you can do about the past, so forget it. I disagree. What you can do regarding the past, you may not be able to physically go back and alter events, but you can affect how they play out themselves in your present and your future. And so it's all tied together, essentially. It, you know, everything affects everything, you know. But, um, you know, so, yeah, with this new year, there's a lot that's going to be going on, which is, you know, that's, that has nothing to do with magic. That's just common sense. You know, if you have eyes, ears, and a brain, you should be able to figure out that we're going through a couple of things right now, you know, and, and as a whole we're going to be enduring certain things in the upcoming year. Well, I want Some to say places. that, can I just say something and take you back sure. to uh, the experience of revealing uh, the work that was done to you? That's oh, okay, you want to go back to the hexes and curses. That's yes. what she's making reference to, everybody, anybody just tuned in. That's what she's speaking for. I'm also going to try to open up 903. Okay. Okay, no echo. 903, problem resolved. You're online with us. So, everybody, I want you to know that your lines are open, so when you want to comment or ask a question, you'll be able to. We can hear you, you can hear us, and everyone can hear you. So we're all, like, in this chat room now. Okay, so go ahead, Mother Ear, you were saying? I was saying that uh, the reason why it was revealed to you is because you did your own work to avert whatever um, disaster that person sent to you. And right, that was a reversal. It was, right, sent it back to the person that sent it. And mm-hmm. that's what people have to be real careful because the trap you set for someone else, you are the one that's going to step into that trap. Um, there are a lot of people that are angry and mad Something happened to them. I was uh, yesterday talking with a a dear friend and sister who um, is affected by something happened to her when she was like 12 years old. She uh, instigated a fight 
and another little girl was punched in her face. And she has seen this woman. That's 40 years ago. And she has seen this woman on the street. And the woman uh, looked at her like she hated her. And can you imagine carrying that kind of energy for 40 years, being slapped in the face and wanting to bring that energy still to that person that gave it to you? And we have to really look in it deep in our spirit and to see if we're holding something on somebody because hexes can be done with, you know, spiritual people, but it also can be done when you have a hidden hatred in your heart for right. something that's done to you or whatever. And the spirit led her my friend and sister, to uh, talk to this girl, you know, so the next get time... get resolution? She, right. She's going to talk to her to get resolution. And mm-hmm. I have to say that, you know, this sister has had some crazy things happen to her, you know, and she's a good and blessed person. And that's what happens is that we can be good and blessed, but we never know what harm that we could have done or inflicted on someone else. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up seven twenty. Uh seven two zero. I'm just letting you know that I'm opening up the line. So you're on with us now. Um if you wanna ask questions and join in. I'm listening to the story Ia that you told me and I'm thinking because you know as far as my stance on certain things, um I embrace all facets of magic and spirituality. Now, when I say embrace, meaning I acknowledge, I I give respect to it, I I, um, I acknowledge its existence and how it works. That doesn't mean that I necessarily indulge everything. Right. But I don't, you know, I don't take a stance of, I'm not one of those people that say, well, if I don't believe in it, it can't affect me. You know, I know that it's out there, and I know it's out there, and it can be used on me or against me, or I can you choose to tap into that and, you know, become a, a wielder of that type of energy, all of that. I, I just choose not to, okay? But with this particular situation where these individuals, I mean, they went so far as to put things on my door, pour things in front of my house, I have no rapport with this person, so she has no knowledge of me as a spiritualist. So I found it really ironic that she would turn to a spiritualist to do things to me, and they thought they could cloak it. If I was your average Joe who does not acknowledge magic and the arts and and metaphysics and things of that nature, I wouldn't have recognized what was going on around me, but I knew instantly what was, you know, trying to be done. And, yeah, it really enraged me, you know. But I had to stop and really think about how I was going to approach this because there was just something unnatural about how much it bothered me, meaning how much I was being drawn to engage in this exchange in such a negative way, you know, to almost where I wanted to put my hands on her. And I'm not a violent person, but I was so irked 
by what was going on that it, it really disturbed me. It disturbed my inner peace. It disturbed the energy in my home, just a lot of different things. And I had, you know, I have some other priestesses and stuff, and they were like, oh, she doesn't have any real power, don't pay no attention, this, that, and the other. But on the, I thought otherwise in a sense where I acknowledge the power in everyone. And my ego is not so big as to where I would ever underestimate someone else's capability. Now, there's a difference between that and, like, living in fear, but this is what I want to stress. When you come up against someone who wants to attack you spiritually, always know that you do not have to engage them on their level of whatever they're doing, wickedness, um, ignorance, you know, all that. You don't have to do that. That's a person's choice. I chose not to play her game because I think one of the biggest parts of the spells that they were trying to work was that I would react in a manner that would get me put out of my home or get me locked in jail or even worse, who knows. So I had to really meditate and pray about what was going on because I really felt the urge to go that route with her, with, you know, what she was doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the first thing I did, and I don't know if you was practitioner, the first thing I said, well, we're going to do a protection and we're going to do a reversal. That was just automatic for me. I just knew that's the route I was going to go initially. So I did what I had to do as far as that. And it wasn't so much I want this harm to come to her and her family via my will. It was just more or less you deal with what you're throwing out right now. And the heavier you throw it at me, the heavier it's going to get for you. So hopefully that alone would deter you from what you're doing. And... From that point on, I just would watch things unfold. There were several things going on. And I knew I had to have patience, which is something very hard when you think you or your family's at harm. Now, I take a spiritual attack as serious as That's I true. would you physically attacking me. Matter of fact, to me, spiritually is a little worse, you know, as far as I'm concerned. It's just my personal thing. Like, don't mess with that aspect of me. Physical is bad, but you're trying to really... Interfere, you're trying to affect me on a soulful type level. I don't appreciate that. You know, so bottom line is this has been going on for months. And I didn't really see my work that I did, as far as I was concerned, for a couple of weeks, which can be um, very discouraging. You know, but recently, like I said, I was informed by management, like, okay, she's gone. And then later on, you know, I see them with the boxes, and I'm like, good. But it wasn't until last night that I realized for her and this spiritualist that she hired (laughs) to work on me, to them that's like a challenge. Like they still feel the need to engage in this thing that they're doing. But at that moment that I had that epiphany, I said, you know what? I'm going to step out of this now because my stuff is done. I say. You know, like, it's done. You're gone. 
you know, so I'm going to remove myself from the energy of that whole situation. I cut myself off from my spell because every spell, every magic work that you do draws on your life force. Always know that. I know they put that in like sci-fi movies, but it's really, that's true. Energy and power, the energy to do a spell or to do something has to come from somewhere. So when we do our work, when you, like when that saying when they say, I put my body and soul into it, literally you're doing that when you do magic. So you don't want this to always be an ongoing. I knew that as long as my spell, I threw it out there, it was drawing off of me. So I decided last night, I think I'm going to end this. So if something hasn't been done yet, it's not going to get done via me because I'm pulling out of the whole situation. I'm satisfied with what, you know, what's going on right now. But I realize that this person, exactly, her ego is going to lead her to deplete herself because she's still going. Well, personal is, you know, you don't have any more to do. You've done your work, Mm -hmm. you know. And the fact that ego may be uh, working uh, with both uh, people, you know, the spiritual person and and the and the woman, say, well, she nothing happened to her. They're just gonna have to live with that, because right. whatever they send out is going to come back on them again. Yeah, it's not yeah. gonna come on you because you've let it go. Yeah, we have an 817. I'm going to open up their line as well in case they want to comment or uh, ask okay. questions. Yeah, greetings. Uh, I do have a question to ask. Greetings. Your name? Uh, this is your brother Aton from Brooklyn. Okay. Peace and greetings. Peace and greetings. Um, yeah, your topic kind of got me thinking. I was um, just curious. I, I, I noticed that certain individuals who... Uh, I guess practice certain types of magic that were, mm-hmm. I guess, on the negative side. I would just notice that, from my opinion, they seem to like lose a bit of their humanity. And I was just wondering mm-hmm. if, if uh, you know, individuals who, I guess they 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 say the expression is walk the left hand path. Uh, you know, when they're doing magics with with ill intention, is it are they actually drawing upon energies which come upon them and remove their uh, humanity? Is that, like, part of the process? I think so. Personally, I think so. Uh, in different cultures, um, they have documented certain things. And I'll tell you this. You know, a lot of things we see with television, um, especially when it pertains to magic and spirituality and things of that nature, I realize that they kind of force-feed it to us in a manner to desensitize the topic with us or to get us so um, used to it that we don't seriously. But if you notice in all these movies, whenever someone is doing negative magic, now I'm not talking about negative energy because negative energy in itself is not the negative where we perceive it as good and bad. It's almost like a scientific level. You have... Uh, positive and negative ions, things of that nature. But now getting back to doing magic on someone, if you notice in all these movies, the people that are doing 
the cursing, and the hexing, they seem to age physically. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of look somewhat decrepit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And also, they become less humane. Right. Right? And mm-hmm. this is based off of what I think is actual facts. You know, you cannot, you cannot retain part of yourself when you deny someone else theirs. Mm. Like, I have to give up my peace to take your peace from you. It's called fair exchange. Mm. As above, so below. So, like, mm-hmm. like Mother Ear was saying, the hell I create for you, I have to stand guard over it to keep you in it, right? So, right. essentially, I'm kind of in there with you. Now, I might not be in there under the same conditions as you, but nevertheless, I'm in the prison with you. Mm. I'm not in the cell, but I'm sitting on the other side of the bar. So, you know, how good is that? Right. You know, and now, I'm sorry, go ahead. You were no, 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 go ahead. Continue. I'll, I'll, I'll ask um, you prior to this, when I practiced Orthodox Islam for a long time, one of the creeds of a Muslim is an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. As opposed to in Christianity, it's turning the other cheek, right? Uh-huh. So with that said, when I was doing an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, that never really sat well with my with my peace, right? Because uh-huh. I would think to myself, well, if I do that, then what separates you and I? You know, but within my common sense and my reason, Yes, I think everybody wants retribution. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just the, I think it's the manner in which you go about it, where it stems, because that affects how you perpetrate or carry out your acts. Like with this woman, I, you know, certain philosophies would say I should have ignored what she did. But the mother in me, okay, the warrior in me, the spiritualist in me, I felt it was unjust, it was unprovoked what she did, it was really aggressive, and I felt like I had to deal with it, you know. So what I chose to do was put on her what she sent out, so take her original energy and just send that back to her. So that technically, and this can be toying with words, but I felt like, okay, well, technically, I'm not doing anything to you. You're doing it to yourself. Right. You know, so how is that going to affect me now? I had to think about it, to stop and pause, like, what does that take? What that took for me, let me tell you, I was so enraged when I did the spell that I didn't walk it out the way I usually do things. So I just did the spell and I put it out there. But I put so much into it that within two weeks I thought I was dying physically. And I could Mm. not figure out where this cold or flu or bug was coming from. I couldn't figure out why I was having trouble walking. I was too weak to get out of bed. And one day I'm just sitting, and it dawned on me, you never did put a limit on that spell. So this spell, with the ferocity that I put behind it, was literally draining my life force. Mm -hmm. And because of the nature of the attack, I started to almost think as savagely as this person was behaving. Uh. So I had to really stop. That's why I tell people, yes, we do everyday magic, 
I just talking with my sister. Know your worth. Know your power. Don't underestimate what you can do. With that said, you really need to ponder and think about something before you throw it out there to the universe. And before you tap into that universal energy to use it for your means, what is it that you're trying to do? Because like the brother brought up, you can start to systematically detach yourself from this realm, which will make you insensitive to what's going on around you, Uh. including the suffering of others and the suffering of yourself. I was so angry, I didn't know I was sick. By the time it hit me, I had been on my back for two weeks. So so I had to let go of the anger and the vengeful, vengeful energy that played its part in my spell. I had to get rid of that, compose myself, reassert the spell under a different nature, which is I just want to reclaim my space and my peace. Let her have what is her just due and let me have what is mine, as opposed to here's what you sent to me, I hope you choke on it. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? I do. (laughs) So it played a big part. For this, for 2014, my reading, if that's what you want to call it, is that people know their worth. In knowing your worth, you know your power. In knowing your power, you have more control over what it is you invoke and what you rebuke, so to say. As opposed to this year, we a lot of us as spiritualists, empaths, um, channelers, those who do divining, all these things, we put in a lot of work this year because we saw such atrocities going on around us. We felt the shift in energy, how those that um, their goal is to create and perpetrate chaos, we felt them step it up, right? So we stepped up our energy in return to bring about peace and love, a lot more propagating unity and things of these natures changing things in our own personal dynamics, be it your lover, um, your finances, what's going on in your home. A lot of us started new ventures under a different type of spirit this year. So what I say to you is 2014 will yield the fruit of your work, be it good or bad. You're going to see it in 2014. Now, as a global thing, they are working very diligently to provoke us into being contrary to our nature, for those of us that are trying to do peace. So I'm talking about things like, um, let's say right now they're really pushing hard the racial thing, right? Not that it's ever going away, but the way they're putting it to us via media. Right. Okay? Um, Just even with this, this thing they say now, the knockout game, where young black kids is knocking people out. I can tell you maybe if there were five cases as opposed to the hundreds that they're trying to put out there. Right, right. That never happened. We know what that's about. That's to provoke what? Violence. Right. So that they can shoot. So that they can bring about martial law. Right. On a whole nother level. You see, because they're they're training and they're preparing themselves. There are things that we cannot um, that we don't have any control over. That's why I say with your spirituality and, and knowing your worth and your power, how can we influence things because we don't have access to the things that they do. But what we have access to is our spirituality. 
We have access to our power. We have access to each other's power. And we have access to the power that nature provides. They've become, like the brother said, in their pursuit to cause so much suffering and death for their own benefit, they have become less human. Uh. So we have to use that to our Hello? Yeah, she, she dropped, but she, she's absolutely right that we have to use the power that we have to bring ourselves together to fight against the conspiracy to kill off people of color, and especially the children. So, absolutely, I know she's going to call in again, but here she is. She's back on. Ashe. I'm back. Yes, Ashe. Ashe, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened with that. I'm going a little too deep here. That's because every time, every time the truth is speaking on this program, they cut us off. Yeah. But like I was saying, that's our power. Okay, so don't sit and stress over the wickedness that those things, because they know, you know, you can do some things where you're probably, other than your physical makeup, you're no longer quote-unquote human anymore. So we're dealing with a whole different level of consciousness and being when you start to do certain acts. You become quote-unquote that monster. And I acknowledge that. I don't dwell on it. I'm not a fear mongerer, so I don't make that part of my repertoire every day when I talk with people and I do readings. I'm really against um, the spirit of fear because I know how it's being used to suppress our natural magical abilities. Gage in that. But I acknowledge, I know you're there. You know what I'm saying? I'm very good at ignoring you, but acknowledging the fact that you're standing in that corner. You know, so I know what's going on. We have to make sure that we don't lose ourselves the way they have. And if we can hold on to our divine self, that power that comes from that, we will be triumphant in the end, currently and in the end, Mm. the end as far as they know it, because there really is no end to us. We are eternal. But, you know, on this physical plane, in this lifetime, so much going on around us. And know that the more conscious, there's a flip side to everything. So the more conscious you become, the more in tune with your power, and you choose to use that in a positive, a positive, loving, uplifting manner, there is a counter reaction to that. Somewhere someone has chosen to do the complete opposite. So as mm. we evolve, they're de-evolving. Mm. And you be aware of this, but you don't have to join their party. You don't have to play their game because you don't want to lose yourself. You're on a path. You're on a goal. You keep your eye on that. Now, with this, there's different entities. There's different energies. There's different beings. We, we live. We coexist with them all. You can acknowledge it or choose not to. Everybody, everything has its own agenda. Acknowledge that as well. You don't have to follow their path. You don't have to join them. But if you think your paths don't cross, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And you're not going to come into your full power. With me, I used to refuse the knowledge of the dark goddess or the dark energy or things of that nature. I was like, oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm all about white magic and light and love. And this. 
And as I grew, I realized that it's already part of me, whether I want to acknowledge it or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't split myself in half. That's me. I'm a whole. I want to be a whole being. And that means I'm part of everything. Darkness does not necessarily imply a negative. Dark and negative is two different things. We were born in triple darkness. You understand there's power there. So don't limit yourself by pretending something doesn't exist that already part of you. Make it work for you. It doesn't have to be negative. Encompass, we're coming into 2014. If you want to move forward on a magic level, you're going to have to encompass the all so that you can know everything that's going on around you. Yeah. We no longer want to be, you know, it's like a, a child hiding under a blanket. You can't function that way. How can you block what's coming if you can't see it? How can you embrace what's coming if you don't know what's coming? Don't you want to look at something with your eyes wide open? That includes spirituality. That includes letting go of any type of uh, grooming that was done with us, you know, prior to you deciding, hey, wait a minute, there's more to life than what I was taught when I was coming up, or there's more to life than what I read or saw on television. You know, you have to open yourself up. 2014, be ready because everything you threw out there is coming back to you. Good and bad, tenfold. We're just in that time right now. You're getting ready to reap what you sow. And I'm not talking about just on a karmic level. I mean literally. You've been working hard at work. You're getting ready to see the fruit of that. It's just the type of energy that's going on right now. You know, so... Get more in touch with your higher self so you can be able to cope and wield and shape that energy and those actions as they manifest themselves. Be more open. I'm a very solitary practitioner. I'm becoming more open to the fact that for great change, it's going to take more than just me. You know, so us as spiritualists, we have to be a little bit more apt to welcome our kindred, our kinfolk. Now, I'm not saying go join a coven or a club or, you know, (laughs) seek the golden order or anything like that. I'm not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is when you come in contact with another soul that is like yours, like-minded, like like, um, they have the same goals as you as far as being an asset to the whole, you know, you might want to just have other than Facebook or texting or you might want to have another way because that's another thing I see for 2014. I see a great break in the airways as far as, you know, those of us that are very dependent on Internet and technology to communicate, we're going to need a backup because for whatever reason, I don't know what the goal is, I see a period of time where they're going to interrupt that, probably to cause chaos and panic. You know what I'm saying? So just kind of continue to build a rapport and a network other than these forms of uh, communication. 
Mm-hmm. So that if we have to do it, even if we create a network where if people are hungry or they're, they're homeless or they just need a comforting word or ear to speak to, they can reach out or you can reach out. We can receive even though we don't have access to the Internet. Who's being formed um, by a lot of uh, intuitive people, you know, but outside of uh you know, these um, public forums, they don't really speak to each other. You know, so you might want to think about just, you know, I'm not saying run out there and put it all out there because I'm not kind of big on that either. I don't want to, you know, I don't like being vulnerable. I don't think too many people do. And me as a mother, um, I don't want to expose my children to any nuts. (laughs) So, you know, I know all of the thinking that goes along with you know, with us. And then me being an empath, I get overloaded if I come in contact with too many people at once, mm-hmm. you know. But there's a way to do things where we don't have to, you don't have to really be that clone in the cave anymore. That's how I refer to myself. So you don't have to, you know, you can come out your cave and, and mingle, <laughs> you know, keep your safe space, keep that little personal circle there. But, you know, just think about stepping over the line <laughs> and reaching out and receiving because that's the time that we're in. There's strength in numbers. That's mm. just the bottom line. There's strength in numbers. You know, but at the same time, you're only as weak as your weakest link. So you don't want to have the wrong people that's right. building this chain with you. So mm. exercise judgment. Use your power. Know your power. Respect your intuition. You know, as a reader, I have perfected reading people, but I cannot read myself. That has to change. I know there's so many of us like that. Not that I can't read myself, but we question our own intuition when it comes to us. Mm. So quick to inform and guide other people and advise them. But when it comes to us, we hesitate. Oh, should I? Why am I doing that? What if I'm only doing this because? So that's something to work on. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can respect your power and your intuition, very rarely, if ever, will you be caught off guard. Mm. And that goes for you and the people that you love, even with this hexing crap. When, When this woman came over to do the work for this person, for my neighbor, I was just coming out the shower. I literally walked over to my window and opened the blinds and looked out, and lo and behold, these two were standing outside of my my home. That's not something I normally would do. But I knew it instantly when I saw them. I was like, oh, that's her. Very interesting. And it was so funny because you can't see me, but I can see you. The woman looked directly at my bedroom window at that moment. Mm. So we saw each other as spiritualists. That's right. And I knew at that moment she was caught off guard. So she was like, hey, wait a minute. Did you know that the neighbor you you picked is a witch? <laughs> like, hey, wait a minute. And I knew, excuse my vernacular, but I knew at that moment she was like, damn, I think we fucked up. Oh, I, yeah. I know she was saying that. Like, maybe we shouldn't have put that on her door because a normal person would have just kicked it up touched it, either brought it in the house and threw it away, 
or but they still would have touched it. I didn't even touch it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, hell no. I have a question real fast because I came sure. in at the, um, the end. I mean, I just came in. So what was at the door? It was two sacks, and in the sack was what appeared to be the stuffings of a diaper, but they were urine soaked. Mm. Okay, so they had put urine and some other material. I'm not sure what it was. It was an herb. But because mm. it had came in contact with the urine, it changed its original right. appearance. So I couldn't. But just me knowing about hexing and cursing. Mm-hmm. And, and my ancestors that walked with me, they were like, oh, Look at this here. There's a curse on your door. Mm. Now, what enraged me is, what if my son would have came home from school, he would have picked it up. And see, that would have made me do something physical to this person. Mm -hmm. Like, don't mess with my children. Like, me and you, we can go at it. Don't mess with my children. But at that moment, I knew, okay, this this is why I've been feeling so uncomfortable and irritable. When you do spells to alter someone's natural will or being, there are several types of reactions you will get. The most common, remember this, the most common reaction is violence. So for you ladies who like to root men up and you're going to do a love spell on him and you're going to make him be with you, don't be surprised if you get a punch in the face. (laughs) Because mm-hmm. if he doesn't want you, he doesn't want you. That's right. Okay? That goes for a lot of things. But when you mess with someone's free will, who deems you the right to take away somebody's free will? That's right. So you're going to get something for that. And it might not be what you want. You know, you don't do things to mess with people's free will unless you want to dance. That's how I put it. You want to dance, then come on. If you don't, don't do that. Don't, out, don't be out there trying to do bad things to people just for the hell of it. That's true. Because there's a price to pay. There is a price, and it's not about fear-mongering. And, it's, you know, I'm not trying to dissuade you because a lot of – I've come in contact with spiritualists, and they're like, well, you're a coward. And I'm like, you know what? On that note, that's better for me that you think that. Right. The weaker you think I am, the less aggressive you are, and the mm. easier you are to handle. Mm. So I'll take that title as punk witch. <laughs> you know, because then you ain't going to be throwing them but pebbles at me. I can flick those away. I can deflect that easy. You know, so watch I, your I, ego. Can I say something? Sure. I'm sorry. I just find that. You know, when you deal with people that are always using black magic, and they, um, because you're not, like you said, it's about balance. And that's one thing, a very similar story to what you have, I had to. And I was a part of time, I was like, okay, I'm just white light, white light, that's all I want to be about. But that's not balance either. There's, sometimes you have to go and say, okay, I'm going to need to use this, this, um, this stone or what I say, this knife, or I'm going to have to go in my bag and use some tricks, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just sometimes you have to do that. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't change who you are. But because sometimes you have to put a bubble around you of protection, and you may have mm-hmm. to 
we will show you who they are. And I went through a time where I was very naive and I thought being a light, which was always about because I'm going to be a good girl because I'm coming out of Christianity and that's what it's going to be about. But I, I noticed that people who stay in the, the dark light, when they see you as a balanced individual, they want to test you all the time, you know. And I don't understand. <laughs> it's, a, it's a constant test. Like, you know, I, I just, it just came to my mind. I have a question, too. Mhm. I wanted to know, um, you know how um, Wicca has the rule of don't harm, but in Hoodoo they're like, you know, whatever I do, I'm just doing. So what's the difference in that? Like, if you don't subscribe to it coming back to you, then does it not? Because that's what they, you know, they say it's not coming back to me because I don't believe that. So is well, that I actually can, true? I can give you this analogy for me. When it comes to my magic and spirituality, because I believe there's really no separation in certain things, I liken my magic and spirituality to science, okay, and, and actual facts and nature, right? Now, yeah. with most deeds, with any action is a reaction. So that's just the fact. Now, I'll give you an example. Let's say with martial arts. There's a technique where when you're being attacked, the way you defeat your attacker is by using their energy and their aggression against them. So the more they come into you, as you're deflecting, they're kind of by you, but they're going with the force in which they attack. You know, I forgot the exact name of this particular technique. But, that but I do know what you're talking about, though. I okay, definitely so, do. So you know that that, for me, that's just one example. I feel like I'm surrounded with proof that when you throw certain things out, something comes back to you. When it rains, things grow. <laughs> like every action <laughs> is a reaction. If I attack you, there's consequences. Now, I'd say 90% of the consequences is how I perceive them. So for those that say, do as you um, practice magic, but harm none, first of all, I don't, I'm going to do the research to get the exact name of the creed where they claim to get that from, but in reality, uh, that's not true. That's so not what true. I heard that's was, not what it um, says. That's hoodoo. the interpretation. Right. That's okay. a misinterpretation. Okay. You see, just like in Christianity, they'll say, turn the other cheek. When in reality, and they know they can do the research, Jesus of their story, he asked his followers to arm themselves because mm-hmm. they were coming to get him. He knew that they were coming, and he said, arm yourselves. So does that sound like a person who was sent to die for you and me? And it, it just doesn't make sense. Why would he arm himself if he knows that that was the sole purpose of him being born? It, why would you ask your father why has he forsaken you if he is you? Right. Mm-hmm. You ask yourself why you forsaken yourself? It's a lot of yeah. different things that you say to yourself, uh, this don't make no sense. Let's go to another story, the story of Moses and Pharaoh. That's the biggest reversal in the history of man, mm-hmm. story-wise. Whatever Pharaoh put on him, he said, that's going to be for you and your people. That's a reversal. Mm-hmm. That's like me saying, oh, you curse me? How about I'm going to curse you? <laughs> Take that. 
You understand what I'm saying? So people see what they want to see. They hear what they want to hear because that's what they're comfortable with. But bottom line, and in the end, it's the actions that speak for themselves. I don't know anybody who goes around tormenting people that's not tormented themselves. I've never seen a case of that. Every bully, every mean, nasty, grouchy, backbiting, slandering, physically abusive person I know lives in hell in their own mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know what? You are a product of what you perpetrate. You see? So I don't need any book. I don't need a creed. I love my books, but they only have but so much influence over me because tells me nature, the universal, universal nature and laws tell me there are consequences for every decision we make or every decision we don't make. So even for you people who choose to stand by and watch wrong be done, there's a consequence for that. Everything we decide. Say it again. (laughs) Everything we decide has consequences. Every action or non-reaction brings about action. So that's just how it is. Now, if you know your worth, if you know your power and your potential, you have a better chance at influencing those things. And you can make it very practical. It doesn't have to be a mystical experience. You can be very practical with your magic. Everyday practical magic. It can be that much for you. You can dedicate your every waking moment to it. You can dabble, but be aware of when you're dabbling. Because just because you dabble doesn't make something mediocre or casual. Mm-hmm. You see, to me, in this day and time with the information that we have access to, I think only a fool would casually engage in magic. Mm-hmm without respect for it. You understand what I'm saying? But that kind of almost goes with anything. Like, I really respect things I do now. I don't care if it's juicing. If you juice the wrong stuff, you can poison yourself. you got to have a respect for something. And with having respect for it, you research it, you learn it, you think about it. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just being a copier or a mimicker. Like I would say, don't be an echo, be a voice. You know, so you do that with your spirituality and magic. You want to work with herbs? Learn your herbs so you don't poison someone to death or so that you don't walk around covered in blisters because you didn't know you shouldn't be ingesting mugwort. You know, just things like that. You know, just common sense. Like, look, we're in a day and age you have to be responsible for yourself and what you do, what you choose to engage in. You choose to harm somebody, be ready to be harmed. One way or the other. You throw out love, be ready to receive love. Make yourself um, accessible for people to love and to help and to nurture. Know your power. Know your worth. You know, and you don't have to engage in contact with these people or these entities, but acknowledge that they do exist. At least do that much. Yeah. So that should it be coming for you. You can ignore, you you can call it for what it is. Not it is. Yes. 
I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been talking about the reversals, and I did one recently. My question is, how do you set the limit on these reversals? Like, what do you do? How do you do that? Okay, so myself, when I do my reversal, I um, write down on parchment. Um, mm-hmm. One of the techniques I'll do is I'll write down on parchment what I want, right? Very short, but I make sure I use the keywords because um, magic can be funny if you're not specific. Mm-hmm. So you want to kind of narrow it down specifically to what it is you want. And then once you mm-hmm. finish that, you can put it under your candle. If you have a pullout, you can put it in the candle. I make certain channels in my candles where I can put my spells in them. Okay. if I'm not carving the actual spell onto the candle. So there's different techniques as far as that. Once you do that, you dress your candle, um, you pick the moon cycle in which you want to do it. If It's time for that. If not, don't worry about it. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, so you do that. And then as you meditate on your candle, as you project, I suggest doing it uh, in the mirror. I think that. She may have let uh been taken off again. Okay, I'm here. I'm gonna... oh, okay, oh, she's here. I'm okay. here. So I have a I, I have suggest... a question. Okay, can hold I on ask real quick? Give me do one you second. Sit... Let me just finish oh, up. I'm sorry. When you okay. do your candle, I suggest in front of a mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay, so between the flame and the mirror, I want you to concentrate on that. Speak what you want. Think what you want on your candle, and then verbally put the limit of your energy on that candle. Okay. So make it make it plain, make it known. This candle is to only exact this amount from me. I'm not willing to sacrifice my health. Like, you have to say it. Like, these things will not be drawn on. Okay. You know, and, and give it a couple of days. Like, pick the amount of days you want it to go. Now, if at the end of those days you want to restart the reversal, that's fine. But give okay. it a limit and see how you feel. Okay. Okay, but but make sure you put that out there to the universe. Okay. You know, and, and I would suggest say it so that your ancestors hear what you're saying. Okay. Like you just put it out there in the ether. You're using your tones and your vibrations as well as far as controlling what goes on with this spell. Because, like I said, if not, the potential on how they draw on you can be limitless depending on strength. Okay. Okay? That, that's something to be, just be really, like, safe with that. And think about the, the spirit in which you do your spell. Be careful at the frame of mind where you're at right. when you're starting your spell. Okay? <laughs> right, right. Now, now, someone else, I'm sorry, you wanted to ask me a question? Hello, I'm here. Ian, you think she got cut off? No, she's still there. Everybody's okay, still... well, I'm, if you want to ask any questions, I'm here. Everyone's line is open at this point, yes. from what I can see. Well, I definitely want to give you kudos because you hit the head right on the nail. You know, the nail right on the head. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It is about owning your power and not being deceived because 
it is about wickedness in high places. And it mm-hmm. is about people's minds being reptilian, cold-blooded, non-human. Mm-hmm. We are to rise above the negativity that embraces us to do us wrong. This is our year to rise above it. This is our year to ascend and to embrace society for love's sake. For the sake of the children, let us bring peace on earth. So I say give thanks. And I recommend Mm -hmm. everybody pick up or listen to this particular uh, show because if they want to be filled in how to survive 2014, you have just told them. So I salute yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah, we're gonna have to we uh, transcend all those stereotypes we've been put under as far as what what our capabilities are, because there may come a time where you are no longer in control of your physical to know how to retreat and go into that other part of you, that eternal part. This is our organic selves, our skin, our flesh, but there's a part of us that's eternal. And that's what you want to tap into, your Akashic self, Mm. your Akashic records. You want to tap into that because once you, if you can tap into that, then you won't have any fear. What's your fear? You know you can't be killed. They can maybe take away your organic flesh, and I know that's a really hard concept. We we're supposed to be attached to our physical selves. People say we're not, but I think that's so stupid. Why would we be in a body then? Right. You know, like that just makes no sense. If that's the case, I'd just be some etheric form floating around. I have a body for a reason, and it's not to not respect it. It's significant. You know what I'm saying? So that's just ridiculous. But know that you're more than that, and you won't live so much in fear of what happens, you know, with just the flesh. You'll be aware of the other parts of yourself, so you'll kind of work on every aspect of yourself, not just that. You know, and that gives you power. That gives you power over so much and so many because most don't go there. They don't, they don't acknowledge that self, and that would explain why they are so quick to do things to other people because they don't respect the whole. They don't respect the purpose of life the significance of life, all life. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, there are things that are their sole purpose is to be trouble, to cause harm. Don't waste your time trying to change, convert, and win over those things. You have to use some type of discernment. And the more you get in contact with your divine self, you'll be able to recognize those things and people when you come in contact with them. Or they might already be in your midst now as a quote-unquote friend, associate, business partner, lover, father, mother, child, sister. You know, they might not be meant to be evolving. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're here as a catalyst for those that are meant for change. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be very conscious and aware of those things, and you'll be able to recognize those people, those energies, um, you know, that type of stuff. And that that's perfecting your magic, perfecting your yourself. 
knowing your worth again. You know, but these are things that a lot of people say. Um, for the next show, Ia, I don't, I don't know how you feel about this, but for the next show, I would like to do some reading on I Ia. Think, I think that would be now, great. I, yeah, I'm not going to go too deep because I don't want to put people's personal business on blast out there like straight like that, but I want those listening that, to know for the next show, you'll call in and I'll do brief readings for you. Um, try not to ask me things that you don't want on air. So I'm gonna, that means I'm going to need you to really sit down and evaluate what your question is. Like don't ask me why um, your children are behaving a certain way because then I'll be forced to let you know because you know your boyfriend is molesting your daughter. That's why she's acting that way. If you don't want me to say that on air, don't ask me that. Real talk. Okay? So I'm just putting that out there, you know, Make sure it's something that you don't mind sharing with the, your, the rest of the spiritual family that's going to be joining us online. I see. Because that, that's a lot of reason why I hesitate sometimes to answer certain questions because I get a little confused when someone asks us something and I'm wondering, why would you ask me that when you know, you know your husband's an alcoholic and he's been molesting your niece for the past three years? Like, why would you ask me why she's acting funny? You know why she's acting funny. Now, if you're looking for confirmation, you might want to contact me personally. That's not really an online, on-the-air question to ask. So just use common sense and think about these things before you ask me. You know, if you don't want everyone to know your your boyfriend's cheating on you, then, you know, you might not want to ask that question. (laughs) I'm sorry for laughing. (laughs) No, but, you know, I'm just just being realistic. You know, some things are geesh. Did she just say that? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, be aware of those type of um, things. But I think that's what we should do the next show, Ian. I think that would be excellent. I really really think that this show, um, again, was led by the spirit because we needed to talk about hexes and people need to know that this is an opportunity to set themselves free during this time of the month. And, um, you know, perhaps Mm. further down the road, I can You have a lot of envious energy here right now. There's a lot of covetous, negative, envious energy that is circulating via the compulsive behavior of people when it comes to material things. Yes. So a lot of people don't know that they're inviting certain things on themselves when they join in that nature of coveting, you know, and just being um, really obsessed with material, right? You know, so that's something where you might want to do protection on yourself or yours. Like I did something with my children because they were showered with gifts this year. And I know that they have some friends, and even though we gave them things, still are jealous and envious. Yeah. So I did a little thing, blessing, anointing of my children to spare them any negativity that may mingle in their life via their friends. Everybody's not happy to see you happy. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes it invokes behavior from people that they don't even know they're doing. They don't even know they're being negative and nasty 
They don't even know why they're doing it. They don't know they're jealous. You know, so they're saying, okay. they're putting they bad jealous? words on you, speaking negativity on you, and, you know, um, even silently wishing negative to happen to you mm-hmm. for loss. And, and this is the this is the time of the year when it's most prevalent. So I suggest that you may want to do a little something, get you um, some herbs, get you some oils, you know, do a little anointing of your house, do a cleaning. Definitely do a smoking out. I always tell people, do some smudging after Christmas, big time. All kind of stuff enters your house and your personal space and those around you. Some people are piggybacks for negativity. So they come by and they don't even realize they're they're the um the courier for the negativity. So always do a smudging, um, take a nice sea salt bath. You know, something really light. You don't have to go so deep unless something deep is happening to you. Then you you have to probably get a little bit more Hello. You know, in depth. Yes. Okay, sorry. I couldn't ask the question because too many people were around. I'm actually in public. So now I can ask you. Uh, What I'm trying to find out, um, how we were talking about um, free will, and -hmm. you know how um, with Hoodoo um, there's actually um, things that you could do, like in order to get, like, um, alimony or whatever, which is actually your money, but Mm -hmm. there's going to be a Mm -hmm. fight, you know. Is that, if you were to enter into some of that, is that um, going against someone's will because you know that they don't want to give you that, even though it is your money, is that okay. still in that same aspect no, of... Um, that's a different, that's something that, different, absolutely. and I'll tell you why, because that is your just due. I see. Okay. Okay, that okay. is yours. You're, you're actually claiming what is already yours. Okay. And they're actually the person going against nature, because okay. they're trying to keep from you what is your just due. So, No. Right, <laughs> right, right. Sorry about that. I couldn't ask because you know people are all around, but I was able to go some private. No, that's good. Can I say something for that particular issue? If you have a a problem where somebody is holding your money that you work for, or you earn, or you're entitled to, write down the name of that person and how much they owe you and what you need for them to pay you. In a statement, I need black blah blah Tom Jones to pay me my three hundred and twenty dollars child support and put an orange candle and light an orange candle for success and ask for whoever it is to pay you your money and for it to be successfully given to you without negativity or any hard feeling because it's yeah. yours. That's, that's one way. Another way what you can do, there's, there's an endless amount of rituals exactly. that you, you can exactly. use green, you can use coconut, you can use white. Um, there's there's a lot of herbs you can use, moon phases that you can use for that. Draw, I would say a waxing moon is good for that and a new moon right. is good for that as well. Um okay. What I will say to you, though, because you have to use common sense now, if the person you're dealing with is a very negative person, mm-hmm. accompany that with a protection spell. Okay. 
okay? Because they all they're gonna know that you know when they come up off the money, they're gonna realize like, wait a minute, I've been trying to keep this from this person. Um, it would be good too. I don't know if you're into this, but to call your ancestors and to play with this as well. Okay. So call on your ancestors and ask and for their aid and help and protection. And okay. you're doing this for your children. For yes. your child. I'm sorry, uh, got it. For your mm-hmm. child, call on the ancestors of the man who childed it. Because okay. why would the ancestors not want him to take care of the child? Yeah. But no, that, well, no you're you not affecting so his free will. You're, you're actually invoking your rights. Okay. And there were many different spells. I would suggest, you know, a good book, if you can get your hands on this book, is The 5,000 Spells by Judica Ilks. I say. Okay. There's a lot of spells in there for that. Judica who? Judica is J-U-K-A. Okay. And her last name is Ilks, I-L-L-E-S. Some people say Isles. I've never heard her say it, so I don't know the right way to pronounce it. I'm just giving you my version. But it's the Encyclopedia of Spells. Okay. Okay. There's some good stuff in there. There's some good, there's a lot of books. I, you know, I can't give them, run them off to you right now. Um, I've said them in other shows. And this is called the Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. And, but, um, but, yeah, don't worry about stuff like that. I'm talking about those people where they are trying to steal someone's free will for either servitude or own personal okay. gain. Yeah, you want that person in your life, and they don't want to be with you. Either. Yeah, I like I had, I had one client come to me, and she wanted, um, she wanted her soon-to-be ex-husband to be with her. So I kept saying, she said, uh, oh, well, he's not for this, that, and the other reason. And I'm like, are you sure? You have to be sure, you know. And she was like, no, he loves me. It's just this. And I was like, okay, we can remove those obstacles. If he, if the love is there, it's there. You know, if you want to bring that to the forefront, you can help that person along. I said, but if you're trying to just make them love you out of nowhere, then you're going to have some problems. Yeah. Well, she, you know, she insisted, no. You know, he's just scared and confused and this, that, and other. Anyway, we did the spell. Not only did she take it, the work that we did, and throw it away when she didn't get the results she wanted within, I think it was two weeks, she threw it away. So she found me a couple of months later, and she let me know he had been coming by and beating her up. So I was like, really? Huh, interesting. I said, well, let's undo the binding spell you did, the connection spell. And she and I and she said, "Oh, I can't give it to you." And I'm saying, "Well, where's it at?" Turns out she threw it in the garbage, so I couldn't undo it. It it entailed undoing wow. knots and taking the wax off or something. It was a very intricate spell. So five, needless to say, five years later, every no. time he sees her, it's in the face. Oh wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is not funny. <laughs> that is but, not funny. <laughs> and it's not funny, but it's funny because it's like, no, but you don't take it seriously. And then you get that happening every time you see him. <laughs> and I told him when I did the spell, keep this. No matter what, don't keep this. 
So I asked her, why did you throw it away? And she was like, because um, I didn't think it was working. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, so you think that if you don't believe in something, it doesn't work? And, you know, she had to sit and think about that. And I was like, you should have never came to me, you know, and you shouldn't have asked to do that particular spell. That was a very intricate, powerful, deep spell. And the way I did the spell, it was solely living off of her. Mm-hmm. You see, so she couldn't even go back and do it. So seven years later, when I oh, spoke to her, she was telling me it just started now to where he won't smack her, but he says nasty things. And I, I figured out, you know, the materials were biodegradable. They must be starting to rot now. Yeah. So probably it's going to break eventually. But I was like, yeah, you don't do that because you called on certain energies and entities and you did this work. You know, don't I do said. it. If it's a joke to you, then don't do it. There's a, a sacrifice for only every- this, They're full of baloney because they'll yeah. pretend, oh, that ain't real. And then later on, mm-hmm. they hey, could you do such and such? And I'm like, you know, I can do it, but it might be tricky for you because if you're coming to me in this way, I don't know if you really respect what we're getting ready to do. Yeah. You know, so you can run into those type of people. But, yeah, free capping, um, preventing someone of their free will is a very dangerous thing, and there were consequences. So those that do it, most of them don't know the consequences. There are some that they, they don't give a damn. They're like, I'll pay that price. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's fine for them. I, I, can't, I can't criticize them. That's them. That's their free will, you know, but I just don't want to see people go in there and they're not aware of the consequences. I don't want to end a, I don't want to aid a fool in their quest. That's right. For foolishness. That's right. So that's why I said these things this evening, you know, because I'm going through something and I'm watching these people work so diligently to curse me and I'm thinking that must be really miserable. Because yeah. for the short time that I sat around wondering how to make you pay for putting urine on my door, I was miserable. You know, so I can imagine what they're feeling. Cause they're like, damn, I really got to move. <laughs> oh, this is Brother you know? again. I had I had a question regarding that. I'm here. Yeah, so the question is, because I know that you had mentioned basically the uh, – you know, there's the, the light and the dark energy. So if doing, like, uh, you know, if being involved with, um, you know, the, the the negative feelings towards this particular person uh, mm-hmm. puts you in this particular state of mind, uh, I guess my question is, if you were pursuing, like, the, the what they call it, like, the, the, the light magic, uh mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't there be a, a way to just use that particular magic and and deal with that situation at the same time as well? I don't think so because they're dark. Like my reversal, in order for me to do a reversal, I have to connect with your darkness. I oh, see so- me, I just don't take it in. I can connect to something and not take it in. I can keep it superficial or on the surface, shall I say. I don't have to swallow it, but I had to come in contact with it so I know what I'm working with. Hmm. So the light 
wouldn't have been able to deal with that is what you're saying. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't have been able to deal with it appropriately unless I first acknowledged it and became familiar with it. Mm, okay. I had to become familiar with the workings of this woman. Like, um, I realized that she was using Santera. You know, a Santeria. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we're working with here. You know, and at some point I realized that she was calling on the Baron. And for those that are not familiar with the Baron, we're, we're dealing with the graveyard, you know, mm. the, the, the keeper of graves and things of that nature. You can look it up who the Baron is. So, so she was so going really – and usually when you're dealing with the Baron, he, ex, he exacts a very steep price for yeah. any work done. So I was very taken aback that they would go this far mm. over, over a noise complaint. <laughs> wow. You know, I was okay. like, oh, snap. Wow. You know, I was like, that's crazy. So the petition that this particular person put in was that I would know illness, financial ruin, and homelessness. Wow. wow. Right. That's, that's pretty deep. And yeah. I thought, what I thought strange was this person has a lot of children. So I was thinking to myself, like, if I was a nut, why would you risk your children be exposed to my reaction? So I had to really sit down and think about her, you know, and about her motives and all kind of things. And in the process, I came into contact with her spirit, which is suffering. Mm-hmm. She's a very miserable, mm-hmm. unhappy person. Mm-hmm. And not only that, she walks with a very negative entity that she mm-hmm. listens to, almost to the point where she would appear schizophrenic at times. Wow because she's indulging this this thing. So when she hired this woman to come, and I'm looking at this woman now, you know, and she's a spiritualist, but I'm thinking to myself, what kind of spiritualist declares warfare on somebody and they don't know what's going on, even if it's for a dollar? Like, you can't come to me and say, I want somebody cursed. I'd be like, who, why, what, what are you talking about? I'm not cursing nobody. I'll tell you what you can do. You'll do it. I'm not doing that. I'm not risking myself. Well, that brings up a question I have for you, Nadia. Mm-hmm. Um, as as um, being a healer, and you're like the medium between two people, and I, if someone comes to you and asks, just like what they ask, you know, I want to put a curse on someone. And are you affected by the curse? Like, say, if, if you're, you're like, not even just a curse, but just anything. Like say that we always go towards the negative and say curse. But say I wouldn't do it. Are we affected I, by it? I I'm not affected because I'm not going to do it. Okay. I don't feel that passionately. Now I'm going to tell you this. I have rooted someone up. Mhm. I have engaged in that type of, and it's not dark magic. It's negative energy. Okay. Um, I have, I have been weak and felt desperate and went there, Mm -hmm. right? And never, never had a good outcome. Because even though I would see something before that person, something would before me as well. Okay. Okay, so, but um, now there have been times, I will be honest, there have been times that I've went there, and I went there with the, under the, energy of, and whatever comes, let it come. Mm. But this is what I'm invoking, and I will pay the price or suffer, whatever's coming. 
you see. So that's why I say perception has a lot to do with certain things. You know, but I'd like to think that the fact that these people were not innocent, like I'm a, I'm a champion of children, right? Mm-hmm. If you hurt a child or if you're hurting a child, if a woman comes to me, now this is one thing, if a woman comes up to me and tells me this person is hurting a child, try to bind them, and if I can't bind you, I'd rather see you leave up off this planet or lose your faculties or whatever has to happen so that you can no longer torture that child. Now, That's my you... own personal plight. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like that's something between me, the, mm-hmm. the, the energy I work with, the entities that I communicate with. You know, but I, I, I think as women and mothers and healers, that that is also what we're ordained to do. That's like a given right to be able to do that, protect children. It is. And see, that's where the line gets that's drawn right. because you have to think, where is the line between, where is the line between defending someone against a monster and you having to become a monster? Mm-hmm. It's where wisdom comes in, not just knowledge. We know the spells. We know what materials to work with. Now, do you have the wisdom to know what to do, when to do it, and when not to do it. When is it time to stop? You understand what I'm saying? That's the, that's the hard part for a lot of people, and that part entails our growth, our experiences. I This is something I'm going to share. I grew up, and for a long time I was physically, sexually abused and tortured. So I have, as a healer, I have a knowledge of things that a lot of people don't have a knowledge of because I dealt firsthand with those quote-unquote demons. I can see them. I can smell them. I know you're there. Mm -hmm. I can see what you walk with. I can see what you hide. I know it. I know it inside and out. I had 12 years to get to know those things. You see, so I have an advantage over certain things. So if I say I'm going to engage in warfare against some things, I know what I'm coming up against. Everybody can't say that. So they have to use common sense. They have to use um, practical wisdom and say, you know what, this is maybe out of my league or, you know, because what might end up happening is you might become – that monster that you're trying to overcome. Mm-hmm. And it's very you know easy what I'm saying? to fall into that place, too. Especially oh, of course, because we walk with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. we walk, it's, we're surrounded. You know, we are bombarded. Those who are empaths, those who are intuitive, diviners, healers, we are bombarded daily via television, radio, mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. energy. Every facet of media you could think of. We are hit every day, all day. That's why I recommend you have that quiet place, that place where you can go and meditate and silence everything to keep your balance. Because like for myself, a trip to the mall could put me in a hospital if I don't prepare myself. I don't believe you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to go out the night before Christmas to get something, and mm-hmm. I was like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. You got all kind of cows wow. in here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was all kind yeah. of nuts. I'm standing online with pedophiles buying toys and, you know, uh, woman beaters, you know, and all kind of characters, women that are abusive to their kids, people that are mm-hmm. abusive to themselves, mm-hmm. people just, they don't care about nothing but the dollar. Because that energy has a very distinct odor, <laughs> you know, and I felt like there was a pillow on my face. I was like, holy cow, I got to get out of here. These people are crazy. Which is probably funny because, you know, for me to be able to say I can detect these things, people think I'm crazy. But I'm like, no, yeah, I'll be that kind. Of, I'd rather be that kind of quote unquote nut. Yeah. <laughs> than what you're so working with over there. You know what I'm saying? So, I just was like, whoa! I was overloaded. My senses were totally overloaded because I had a group of individuals who were very negative, and they were congregating. Mm-hmm. At Walmart. Like, <laughs> 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 holy cow. You know, negative central tonight. Had to get out of there. But, um, yeah, I'm telling you, when you when you want to engage in spiritual warfare, I call it, um, there's, there's going to be consequences. You know, don't do it foolishly. Don't do it hastily. Be aware of what's going on, and by all means, if you can avoid it, don't do it. Don't go there. There are some people that that's what they're built for. I know a priestess who's a cousin of mine, and that's Mm -hmm. what she's built for, and I always laugh because she stays at war, you know, and I'm like, girl, I couldn't do it. I don't know how you do it. I I don't do it. I don't do it. I I refuse to do it because I'm not that way. I I really am very positive and that is my sphere. I, I retain my energy with being, you know, right and doing what's good. There are times where I do have to go and go into the dark and, and pull yeah. out, you know, my weapons. And, and see, the that's dark all about is not being negative, balanced. So you're right. The dark is power. Dark mm-hmm. and negative. I hate the fact that they call it black magic, first of all. Right, right. You know, because me being known as a black yeah. African American, and it's that. I hate mm-hmm. the, the correlation people make between the terminology black. Black right. does not mean That's negative. why I call myself melanated. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, please say, oh, I don't practice black magic. And I'm like, what the, what the hell do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm like, black, what is, is that not, you mean, you mean negative? Because I won't even see dark. Because that's even like saying dark, we are darker individuals mm-hmm. due to melon. You know, just say no. negative. Negative is negative. So say wicked. I don't do wicked magic. But I hate the fact that they came up with that terminology, black magic, white magic. You know, yeah. that's just another, as far as I'm concerned, that's another infiltration yeah, of something that's natural and you got to put something, a bad spin on it. But, Nadia, I have one more thing to ask you. Sure. And I said, okay, I find myself, like, you know, I don't feel like I'm a, at your level, but I, I'm not a baby, you know, preacher, mm-hmm. priestess there. But I find myself now that I don't even have to do a spell or even touch people. If somebody 
um, does me any kind of way that's wrong or ill will towards me, they are affected, mm-hmm. you know, just like automatically. And what is that? Because I haven't mm-hmm. point on that yet. I don't understand that yet. Mm-hmm. That goes back to you knowing your worth and your power. I I was doing things, and I wasn't aware that I was doing things until people told me what mm-hmm. was happening around me, and then I finally made the connection. So what you just said is more proof that I tell people, don't get caught up in the ritual. Get caught up in the magic. The, rit- the ritual is secondary. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your will is first and foremost. That's where you ever heard of something called the evil eye? Mm-hmm. The evil eye is yeah. basically somebody just thinking something negative. They didn't even have to do anything, you know, light a candle. They don't do any rituals. You know, they don't acknowledge any deities or pay tribute or anything like that. They just be sitting somewhere saying, I hope she slips and breaks her neck. <laughs> every day they see you walking to work, and every day they're looking at you walk down the street and saying, that's all right because she's going to break her neck. Mm-hmm. You see? So, you know, there's a connection there between your will minus the ritual. You are a powerful being. Okay. You're a powerful being. My husband used to call me and be like, how's your day going? Oh, well, you know, I don't know. Are you upset about anything? Why you ask me that? Because I'm over here and I can't think and I can't work and I'm in pain. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, snap. Wow. <laughs> and then it dawns on me, I'm sitting here looking at a sink full of dirty dishes, and I'm thinking, you lazy, you know, you lazy asshole. <laughs> you know, I don't feel like doing why I got to do this. Da, da, da. And in my mind, it's an argument taking place. And in my mind, I'm saying, you know I don't feel well. Maybe you need to be sick to know how it feels. But you see, just little thoughts like that. Yeah. I wasn't trying to curse him or, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, I wish you would know what it feels like to have to wash, go behind somebody and do something when you don't feel well. Right. And I didn't know until he called me. I was like, I'm going to need you to consciously stop thinking whatever you're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that's when I was like, wow, I can do that? (laughs) That's fabulous. (laughs) I know, right? I was like, that's freaking great. (laughs) But then it dawned on me, if I can do that, I can send love out like that. Right. I can send healing energy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, that's really wonderful. That's amazing. Like, we are amazing, wonderful creatures. That's like you're saying, I hope I get that raise. I hope I get that raise. Are you hope you get that raise via Angela being fired, or do you hope you get that raise via you, you know, having a great work ethic? You got to think about those things. That's why I said we have to raise our level of consciousness for 2014. We're powerful beings. So you do a magic whether you want every. That's why I call it everyday magic. Mm-hmm. We do magic every day. When you kiss your child on the forehead and send them out the door and be safe, you just spoke over them. You put a protective covering on your child. Be aware that you can do that. You got that kind of power. 
You are powerful. You are a powerful being. And the more you start knowing it and seeing it for what it is, wait till you see the things that you can do. Amazing. And you're going to get confirmation because people are going to say it to you. I did a reading for someone last night, and it had to do with her protecting her daughter because I saw the father coming to rape the daughter. And within 15 minutes of me giving a reading, the father texted the mother a nature about the daughter, a sexual question. What? About the daughter and if she's having sex. He was more explicit in his terminology, but, yeah. And she looked at me, and I said, well, there you go. Because I could tell she still didn't want to act based on my reading. Like, what if she's wrong? Like, this, he is the father. But I, and I told her, he'll tell on himself. You watch. And I'm telling you, within 15 minutes, he, typed, he texted it. Mm. Wow. You know, wow. so needless to say, this week she's going taser shopping. <laughs> but, uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> Knowledge to be equipped with knowledge, you know, better better safe than sorry. You know, but this is knowing your power. There's a time if you told me I could do that, I would be like, get out of here. Me, I don't know nothing. You know, oh, that's impossible. And now I know that I can do things. And I'm labeled crazy by my family. They, you know, I'm the joke of the family. That's fine. I'll be that. But I, I guarantee you I get calls from almost each and every one of them asking me for a reading in secrecy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You see, but when they're together, I'm a joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, that's okay, because you and I both know you're miserable. And you don't believe in nothing, not even yourself. So why would you have any good thing to say about me? Don't let other people's appraisal of you determine your worth. Not everybody is equipped to appraise anything. You know, but I'm going to let you ladies go. I think our show has been going now for about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Molly, I just want to say I love you so much. I think you're the bomb. Yeah. (laughs) I love you all, too. The brother that called in tonight, I want to tell you I'm so grateful that you called in. Thank you. Because you really brought up a very poignant fact of there is the potential to lose oneself when practicing unnatural magic. Okay. There's a price to pay for everything, and people need to be grown-ups about that. Be aware of that. Be mature. You know, life mimics everything. Like, your everyday life is connected to everything going on around you. So things do wither when they're not in their proper environment, when they're not utilized properly, and that includes us, and that includes magic. There is the potential to wither and die spiritually if you expend yourself too much or you 
partake of things that are not to your nature. Don't be bullied. Don't be tricked. Don't be pressured into doing things that do not sit well with you. And should you choose to take a path of aggression, be prepared to deal with everything that comes with that. I'm not going to tell you don't do it. Don't do it unwittingly, unknowingly. Don't do it because you're ignorant or you were too silly to research something. Be aware of all that's going to happen to you and the person you're doing it to. That might deter you from doing it. And I'm not talking about fear. I'm talking about the spirit of wisdom. You know, so I want to thank you, brother. That was a wonderful thing that you brought up. Well, thank you for you sharing know, all your information tonight. Yeah, thank you for sharing all your information tonight. Definitely informative. Um, if you guys have any questions in the future, always feel free to ask me what you want to ask me. The next show, I want to do some readings. So you guys call in. I'll do some readings with you. And um, we have, what, another month until we enter into 2014, at least by the Gregorian calendar. Um, if you want to, I suggest that you get in any last-minute work that you want to see blossom. So your last seeds that you want to see uh, come into fruition because this is a great time to do that investments of your time, even your finances. Um, don't be hasty, but, you know, if you were hesitating out of fear, I would work on that because this is a great time to do what it is that you have to do. You're thinking about moving, you might want to start looking now. Purchasing a home, this is a great time to invest into that dream and see that stuff come, you know, come forth. If you've been thinking about leaving your job and starting your own business, this is a good time right now to lay the footwork for that, you know. So just think about that. And the next time we connect, I'll be doing readings. And um, I'm taking my own advice. I'm putting some more time and effort into my businesses as far as my metaphysical products. So I should have some stuff to offer you guys the next time we speak to. I've been doing some work, and I think um, I think I've stumbled upon a lot of different great things that will help people. So I'll have that info for you next time as well. Ia, remind me. You know, I'm a typical Gemini. Yes, I I love you all. Have a safe, wonderful. New Year's, put your protection on you and your loved ones, you know, because it's going to be a lot running rampant, and just have a good time. And I'm glad you were able to call in and share with me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love you, Maria. Love and light. Love you, brother. Love and light. Good evening. Love and light. Love and light. That old black magic has me in itself 
That old black magic that you weave so well Those icy fingers up and down my spine 